Welcome back to Agent Investor, inspiring stories of active agents investing in real estate and building passive income. In a business where potential deals are all around you, why not leverage your skills to invest for yourself, your family, and your future? And now, let's jump into the latest episode of Agent Investor. Welcome, everybody, back to the Agent Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Caffarella. I've got an exciting guest on today, Ryan O'Neill. Ryan, how's it going, my man? Tom, thanks for having me on. I appreciate the time. Uh, appreciate your show and honored to be joining you here today. Yeah, absolutely. I know you're doing big things up in Minnesota, right? We are in Minnesota. Minnesota, yeah. the, the, the Twin Cities. Yeah, it's funny because like, I have people on all over the country and Minnesota is one of those areas, like, I, I get a, a decent amount of people from, from up in that area. You guys uh, always seem like you're, you're doing a lot of big things, and uh, I appreciate having you guys on. My mom grew up uh, neighboring state in uh, Michigan, so All right. uh, yeah, definitely familiar with that area, like that area, but um, so you're a team leader right now, right? Yes, yeah, yep, yep, I am. Team leader, sales coach, all that good stuff, so Tell us a little bit about your beginnings in real estate. Like, when did you get in? Why did you get in and all that good stuff? Yeah, so I actually started in 2001 and uh, was not licensed at the time, but uh, was actually um, interested in real estate investing. So I purchased a duplex here in Bloomington, Minnesota. Uh, Was not, again, was not an agent at the time, but being the early 2000s, this was, you know, the time of, uh, limited monies down, uh, different uh, financial qualifications needed to purchase investment property. And um, I, I had always had an interest in it. And so I actually, um, after buying the one duplex, I ended up buying a couple more single family homes in the area and realized that um, there, um, you know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And I decided to get my license because there really wasn't anyone locally in our market who I felt um, was maybe a go-to resource for helping people invest in real estate. And for mm-hmm. me, being younger, being new, new to the business, it was a good way for me to, uh, to kind of st- to get into the business and to start, um, start in- investing or continuing to invest, but also to uh, start the growing kind of the agent side of the business. I got to say, I mean, I think probably out of the last 10 people that I've interviewed, about half of them said almost the same thing, which is that they didn't know of any agents who help people invest. Right. And, and it always kind of blows my mind because there is such a big, uh, big population of people who want to invest in real estate. And there's a huge amount of agents. But at the same time, agents, a lot of them that are struggling to get business never try to surface investors. Uh, so it's interesting, again, like literally, I, I would say probably five out of the last 10 people have said the similar thing. Now, how did you know that? Like what, what, what got you thinking, okay, wow, this is an underserved kind of market right now? Well, I, I think the, uh, it, it seemed that, you know, in, in the purchases that I made, uh, I worked with some great folks, very kind, very helpful. And yet, um, I could sense there wasn't a real high proficiency for the ins and outs of investment property. And I by no means was any expert at all. And I had been through some of the 
I guess, kind of national programs, the books and tapes and infomercials. And, um, but I felt that I had spent a good chunk of money on that, some of the national stuff, but mm -hmm. I still wasn't actually purchasing anything and owning anything. And so for me, you know, growing up in a small town, very um, kind of blue collar, just a kind of no BS sort of approach. I wanted to learn how to do this locally. You know, how could we actually take it out to others as well? And so that was, um, you know, that was that was part of it, um, you know, part of the beginning. And I think, um, you know, for me, enjoying the, the agent side of the business, I just started running a, a few little ads, um, you know, in the, in the local uh, paper and other places, um, you know, um, you know, my paper, name is Ryan. You're not that old, Ryan. The paper? Come on, The man. paper. I'm telling you. <laughs> literally, when I started, I ran, a, I ran an ad in this. It's called the Star Tribune. Yeah. And, and in the Star Tribune, it just said, hey, uh, um, my name is Ryan. I've, you know, I, I've purchased X number of, of properties. Are you interested in investing in real estate? Well, my phone would ring. Hey, Ryan, this is Bob. I live up in Blaine. I want to buy real estate. Yep. So I just, I would go and just start meeting people and starting to build relationships. Yeah. And I think um, I've had some people in my office, I've got a brokerage and um, I've had some people in my office do similar things, except not in the newspaper anymore, but on like sites like bigger pockets and things like that. Sure. Very, very similar approach though, going to where people might be trying to learn about investing in real estate saying, Hey, I'm somebody who helps people invest in real estate and right. just getting, getting tons of people because uh, the amount of people who want to invest in some capacity is huge. Right. Um, so when back this up for even a little bit more. So when when you said, "Hey, I want to buy that first duplex," you were reading these books. Like, what what kind of sparked your interest in even doing that? Yeah, I think um, you know I like the idea of um, of um, leverage of 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 figuring out ways to kind of strategically. Uh, uh, build some wealth, um, you know, maybe, uh, you know, doing it in ways that, um, you know, I had known other successful real estate investors locally and kind of seen what they had accomplished. And so I liked the idea of leverage. I liked the idea of, um, you know, at least in the duplex, I was living in half of it, renting the upstairs out. And so mm -hmm. almost living for free, you know, in the property. And so it, it just seemed like it made sense financially, you know, it, the, the money side has never been a huge motivator or driver for me internally. I think part of it is, is, is being smart, um, being efficient, um, and um, you know, doing things in ways that, 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 again, you know, from a human standpoint, like with the rental properties now, you know, providing solid housing, good housing, good opportunities for a lot of people here, you know, in the, in the local area. So that, that interested uh, and ha has always been an in interest for me as well. But again, I think with the real estate business, as you know, Tom, uh, you know, with your brokerage, a lot of agents are just in, in the buying and selling business and they work so hard to make a dollar instead of really slowing down and saying, okay, what am I going to do with that dollar right yep. now? And I think that's, that's part of obviously what your show is about. And I think what a lot of agents, um, you know, I kind of challenge folks to do sometimes. Well, tell me, so when you say you challenge folks, I'm just curious, like what, what are some of the conversations that you've had? Because we've got, we've got people who are, who are going to be listening to this show that invest and they get it and they, they're doing it and they want to do more. But tell me a little bit about some of the conversations that you have with people who haven't done it yet 
and, and what are you kind of saying to them in terms of like why you should be doing it? Yeah, I mean, much like anything in life, there, there's no easy, soft solution mm-hmm. um, to, um, to investing and, and making, building wealth. You know, I think part of it is it, you, we have to be risk takers in some way and be able to yep. take st- strategic risks and, and um, you know, doing it in ways that I think, you know, when you talk to you, the, the version of yourself five years from now or 10 years from now or 20 years from now, you're going to be glad that you made that decision. And I think, I think um, you know, delayed gratification, you know, being able to do it to invest in real estate without needing an, an immediate um, return. I mean, certainly, you know, cash flow is going to be great. The tax benefits are going to be beneficial. But, but I think, you know, my approach always has been, let's look five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road. And again, Tom, I'm a really good example. I bought most of the rental property I now own at really the worst time you can imagine in 2005, six, seven, prior to the market just tanking. So I bought all, you know, a lot of rentals, uh, mostly single family homes and uh, market tanks, um, you know, but again, my approach and even with the seminars we do monthly with our team is, hey, call me back in five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years. And even now, and I'm sure your market's the same way. This is the best seller's market here in Minnesota that I've ever seen in the 20 years I've been doing this. And those values of the properties you bought have come back and then some to a remarkable amount. And so I think that's part of it that that if you can in as an agent, if you can just say, look, you know, I've got three kids or or I've got these future uh, college tuition payments or whatever. If you can just be willing to take a little bit of a risk, a strategic risk to look at yourself down the road, you're going to thank yourself for it. And I think that's I don't know. For me, I've just kind of set it and haven't um, not not forgotten it. But you know, I've wanted to give it some time, and I think I think that's helped a lot and has paid off a little bit over time. Yeah, I mean, you said a few things in there. The first is like you know, the wealth building doesn't happen quick, and it doesn't. There's there's no magic formula outside of like hitting a scratch ticket or like you know something. Right you know, miraculous, right? So it, right. It, it's definitely, it definitely takes some time. You talked about the market. And I think this is another thing that sometimes people get tripped up on, which is like, well, I've got to invest at the perfect time. The problem is, is that unless you are starting out of the gate wealthy, the accumulation of these properties is going to be slow no matter what. So, yeah. you know, you're talking about you bought in 04, 05, 06, whatever, obviously not ideal in terms of like the date that you bought them. But a lot of times people are waiting for this like bottom of the market. But then let's just say you do time it perfectly. When you're at the bottom of the market, how many can you buy at that point? Right. So right. like the bot that that time, you're always chasing that time. I mean, you're talking about 0405 and then it's dipping in 08, 9, 10, 11, 12. There's yeah. only a small window of time where it's at that level. So uh, unless you can just come in and you know you're worth 10 plus million dollars today. And just go in at the bottom. It's just tough for average everyday people like myself. It sounds like you had some, you yeah. know, humble beginnings like me too, and uh, it's just not possible. And you've got to start accumulating um, and getting used to it. And in fact, I might argue that you might be better starting in the worst market only because 
now you kind of got your systems up and running so you can actually be more aggressive in the time where you're in the downturn unlike somebody who's never done a deal before and now it's the bottom of the market and they're scared to do their first deal well again you brought up a ton of good points tom i mean i think especially for fellow agents watching um you know once you purchase and you own something yourself the 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 real life stories that i could share with future customers was a huge credibility booster yep. people people would you know and again you you don't just share the sunshine and rainbows you're sharing the real life boy i had a tenant uh, who damaged the unit and did this, or this was a non-paying tenant, or you know, sharing those real-life stories allowed you as an agent to build a lot of credibility with future clients. And so I think part of it, you know, timing-wise, again, I've had a lot of, of very good-intentioned people over the years who maybe you know analyzed, um, um, looked at the numbers, but could never pull the trigger. Maybe they felt the cash flow wasn't great enough, the timing wasn't great enough. But but the reality of it, and this is again a little tip for fellow agents watching, I found over the years, you know, when someone would call me and say, hey, Tom, I, I want to purchase real estate. You know, I'm interested in investing in real estate. The one question I would want to get to the bottom of at some point is, do you own anything now? Mm -hmm. And what I found is when, when the person has been through the process and actually owns something now, they, they, they kind of get it. And when it's someone who doesn't, it doesn't mean that they will never buy, but sometimes there's indicators for us as agents that they will be analysis by paralysis and maybe never have those personality tendencies that allows them, that will allow them to pull the trigger and, and do that. And that's where some of, some of my best clients I've had were they're just, they're, they're willing to take a, a strategic risk and they're not going to analyze you know, to the 15th degree, will I make $62 a month on this or 64? They're, yeah. they're, they're willing to look at the bigger picture. So as agents, you do have to also be protective of your time. Again, willing to take a meeting, talk to someone, build that relationship. But at some point, if they say they're an investor, the key is, do they own now? And if not, will they listen to your wise counsel yeah. to actually on how you buy in your market? you know, locally in your market. Very important. Yeah. I mean, that stuff that, um, you know, like I said, the pool of people who want to invest is so big that it can almost be a problem. Right. <laughs> you know, right. because because who doesn't want to own multifamily real estate? Who doesn't want to build their wealth, et cetera? But actually, who's going to really, you know, do it? Let's take a quick break from the episode. To get weekly video trainings and connect with other agent investors, join our free private Facebook group. Just go to joincamerancoaching.com and we'll add you to the group. We'd love to see you there. So obviously you started out, you know, doing some small stuff, two families, single family, stuff like that. How did like the, the growing of your, your own investment portfolio kind of correlate to where you're at today in your real estate business and fast forward us a little bit to kind of like what you're, what you're doing now. Yeah. So I, you know, I actively worked with buyers, sellers, investors uh, from, um, you know, the early 2000s till about 2012. And during that time, we started to get a, a few other uh, local agents working with our team. And we, you know, like many teams and companies, um, you know, we do a lot of different types of uh, uh, lead generation. 
um, that we're providing additional opportunities to our agents to help them do more business. And so we were starting to attract, you know, a few different agents over time and the business and the team, our real estate team, the Minnesota real estate team was starting to grow a little bit. And eventually I, I kind of came to a fork in the road where I said, I'm either going to go all in and focus on the customers or I'm going to go all in and focus on the agents yep. with me as my clients. And so, yep. from that, yeah, from that time on, you know, that essentially is kind of my role you know, with our team where I'm working with our agents from a business building standpoint, development, broker related uh, problems, issues, that type of thing. And I think, you know, over time with the owning of investment property, what, what's happened is we've attracted a lot of kind of similarly minded agents yep. in Twin Cities that, yep. you know, that like our approach to, you know, our approach is very, um, um, very low pressure, very, um, here's the information, you know, we're, we're here to provide good, valuable content for customers. So we do a local radio show, we do some seminars, but the, the intent is to help the consumer. Mm -hmm. And I think what's happened over time is consumers, different people have reached out and said, Hey, we heard your radio show. We want to invest in real estate. How do we do it with you guys? Yeah. So I think part of the approach, it's just been a little bit of an organic growth where, now that's essentially what we're doing. And again, you know, we, we do all types of real estate. So, I mean, it's primarily residential, but uh, I'd say a good chunk of it is investment property as well. And it's yeah. not just single family townhomes. It's some multifamily, some commercial. Um, that's obviously more difficult, um, you know, with even more or less available inventory locally. But, um, but, but we kind of work in all those spaces. And so that's, um, that's at least kind of to, to, to today where I'm at and what we're doing. Yeah. So, you know, so much of what you said, even from the beginning goes back to like consulting yeah. and basically helping somebody make a better decision, more informed decision, all that good stuff. And that's one of the things that like, I try to preach as much as I can within my own brokerage that you know, the, the more that you learn, the more that you're able to help somebody, the more you're going to earn. Because right. really, when you think about the consumer, I don't care what they're trying to do, if they're trying to just go on Zillow, or if they're trying to look up how to buy a house, all they're looking for, is they know they, they can get a bunch of information online. So you actually have to be better than Zillow, you have to be right. better than whatever that resource is. Right. So it sounds like whether or not you really purposely try to do this or not, your whole thing is like, okay, we're going to provide you with more information than you would get elsewhere. Right. Um, right. And, and that's the, the battle I think that we have in, you know, this day and age, which is like people think that they can get most of the information online. So you have to be even better than that. Right. You have to be able to solve their problems. You have to be able to give them like, you know, one-on-one -on -one guidance as to how to apply that information in their own life. Right. Um, right. So I also like, you know, talking about building a team and this is like, we, we talk about team building too sometimes here, your focus shifting away from like the consumer to your agents. Tell us a little bit about like, like what does your team look like today? Like how many people do you have underneath you and what are you providing for them in order to be on your team? Yeah, so we're a group of, um, a group of about 190 folks all throughout the Metro, um, all really experienced levels of agents. You know, the... Uh, the team, um, you know, uh, essentially, you know, we're, I'm doing, we're doing um, our best to 
provide value through, again, through business uh, building opportunities with leads, uh, with a lot of uh, collective marketing that we do for our agents through, again, through radio. Uh, we do some print still, even locally with, um, with our listings. Uh, we um, have, a, I would say, a very collaborative group where a number of the agents on the team have um, owned their own brokerage, have run their own real estate team. You know, so, so the group is not Ryan and club. And, and I think what's happened is people, people know that they are, uh, they are just on the same playing field as I am. And they're able to, um, you know, leverage our team's resources, our team's marketing to help them continue to grow their business. And so again, if they, they have a listing, their name's on the sign panel, their name's on Zillow, you know, they're not a, a set buyer's agent or a set listing agent, you know, they can perform all the, all the types of duties. And so really my biggest goal is helping that agent get to where they want to go from a business standpoint. And again, we do a lot of training, development, support. Uh, we've got a great, um, uh, a closed Facebook group where there's a lot of exchanging of information. And so it's a, I would say a very collaborative, dynamic, helpful, supportive, kind group that, you know, in today's day and age with the business uh, being so mobile, you know, agents are looking for um, kind of a good vibe. You know, they want somebody that is going to be there uh, when the, you know, when the phone rings, somebody's going to pick up someone yeah. that uh, somebody that cares, you know, someone that's in it for more than just the dollar. And, you know, I know all that sounds very, you know, fluffy or, or, or whatever, but, but it's just, I, I think at the end of the day, like, you know, with your, your company, when you provide meaningful value for people, they're going to stay. Yeah. If you don't provide meaningful value, nothing's preventing agents on the team from going anywhere and yep. transferring to this company or that company. So it creates an accountability. So for team leaders or people looking to grow teams or build teams, it's got to be good for your agent, you know, and put down on paper, what are you going to do for them? What, yep. Why are they going to work for you versus the next company? Because if you can't answer that, they are going to go work for somebody else. And that's what makes, for me, what makes a business kind of fun is it is that accountability back to, um, uh, back to you to provide value. Absolutely. Um, so tell us a little bit about like some of your investing goals moving forward. Yeah. So, you know, Early on buying the rentals, you know, I, I, I probably do a fault, do a lot of things at about 200%. And so when I bought a lot of these rentals, I went all in and uh, was pretty heavily diving into that extreme from a real estate standpoint. And so the yep. last few years, I actually haven't bought anything at all um, um, other than just kind of a family with our family, a, a vacation property down in Florida. But um, which is, again, we kind of use even with our team, with our real estate team from a retention standpoint to, to offer, uh, you know, some time and weeks to their families to go visit. But, um, you know, for, for me now, a lot of it is trying to explore some other opportunities and different things out there from a, a stock perspective from, you know, I have a good friend of mine who's a longtime um, financial planner. And so kind of exploring that avenue uh, from a, uh, you know, a, a building wealth, um, you know, understanding the market in that capacity, um, you know, so a, a business standpoint, investing in some different businesses with friends, um, mm -hmm. that, that can have a lot of upside. Um, I would say the downside is you have to know who you're going into business with 
and and you know know how you're going to structure that. Um, in other words, who's in charge? Who's going to make decisions? Um, because again, sometimes you get into business, or sometimes you purchase rental property with friends, and maybe it's not always um, you're not clear on things. So again, I think whether you're investing in real estate or businesses or whatever, just be clear on what's the structure. Because again, if you're used to making all the decisions yourself, and now you're no longer making all the sell all yourself, you have to learn that new dynamic and be able to roll with it. But um, so those are some of the other things, Tom, that, that at least I'm, I'm getting into. And did you say you're doing like a monthly investment club or something like that? Yeah, it, it, it's not, uh, we, we, do a, uh, we do a monthly seminar. So we do a monthly seminar that um, two different ones actually lo locally that we'll advertise on the, on the show, on the radio show, um, free, no, uh, no charge. We Facebook live those as well. And those are open to consumers so they can come, um, you know, come and check things out. Um, and uh, those, we've done those for almost 15 years. So again, even as an agent watching, if you're looking for a way to find more clients, Offer an investment property seminar. You know, yeah. bring it. Bring in your lender. Bring in someone who owns some rental property. Um, and and don't be afraid to try something. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, I think you know, there's so many things along the way that you kind of like have have queued up. But the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway for me is just figuring out how you can provide value. I mean, right. you talked about providing value to your agents. You talked about providing value to the customer, and just all along the way, just saying, okay, how can I you know, how can I not necessarily like go out and get a sale, but lead with value. And then right. obviously the sales are going to kind of come from there. Consumers, um, consumers. And you know, this already, Tom, with the organization you built, clients don't care about us. No, not at all. They don't care. Um, you know, I, I see so much advertising and marketing that is not consumer facing. And, and just a simple change with some marketing, if you can find a way to fill a need in your market, whatever it might be, investment property, uh, et cetera, fill a need, the phone's going to ring. Mm -hmm. And again, that is the way top agents, brokers like yourself build companies, firms, teams is that, again, and that may sound really simple. But I see it even a lot locally in our market where there's so much uh, the, 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 the marketing is about the agent. And the consumer at the end of the day just wants, they want, they want help. And, and, and that's a simple thing that folks can do. Nice. And wrap up. So what, what's the biggest piece of advice that you would give or that you've already given to agents on your team um, concerning somebody getting involved in investing? Like they want to yeah. do it or, you know, what, what, what do you say to them? My biggest advice is, is, is don't hesitate to do it. You know, yeah. early, early on in the business, I had a gentleman uh, say to me, he said, Ryan, you need to start owning some stuff. And I said, well, what, what are you talking about? What do you mean? And I think part of it is, again, when you look at a lot all across the country, all of these uber wealthy folks, they all own a lot of real estate. Yep. And there's a ton of benefits to doing it. Don't let the fear of renting the property, of tenants, of any of that overcome you. Those are all very manageable things. And again, more is not better. So maybe Tom, the, the agent tells themselves, I'm gonna buy one property. That's, that's a win, that's a huge win. You don't need to go crazy and buy 15 or 50 or whatever. Buy one and take it slowly. 
But again, your future self will thank you for making that investment in yourself and your family. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on, sharing your knowledge. Uh, you've done a bunch in your career. Definitely, you know, solid advice coming on. And um, thank you again for taking the time. No, thank you, Tom. Keep up the great work. Love the work you and your firm are doing and uh, uh, with this broadcast as well. So thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. All right, guys. And we'll be back next week with another special edition of Asian Investor. Thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening to Agent Investor and especially thank you for sharing the show with other agents and reviewing the show on iTunes. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. To get weekly video trainings and connect with other agent investors, join our free private Facebook group. Just go to joincameroncoaching.com and we'll add you to the group. We'd love to see you there. And stay tuned for the next episode of Agent Investor.